It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Oh, you're gonna hear me. You need a little Katy Perry, y'all. Seconds. I know. I want to just sing it the whole time, but it. But sometimes the internet the works against you. Will shut us off. We don't want that. We don't want them to shut us off. I gotta open this door. It's a little. It's a little warm. Good morning. Good it's morning. Thursday. It's Thursday. My name's Dave Hollis. I'm Rachel Hollis. Oh, we just turned into Casper. The friendly ghost. The friendliest ghost. As it should be. Hold on. Oh, it's the, It's a little brisk outside. Well, I was trying to like get a little bit of. A little chill. A little fresh air? That's it, nothing. That's okay. it, absolutely nothing. It's fine. Um, even though I look very pale, please know that I did put on self-tanner two days ago. I did a full body self-tanner. and if why, you, why don't you do that? Why the heck not? Why not have good, it? Sir, why the heck not? Why not? I was like, you know, here we are. Here we are, and it's cold, and oh look, there's that tanner I have left over. Put some tanner on. What else on. am I going to do right Put now? Put some tanner on. I did. Why not? If you were wondering, when is the right time to use up the self-tanner from my sister's wedding two years ago? It's in quarantine. Quarantine is the answer. Literally, I'm in full, like nobody can even see, but when I get You're out of the shower. Very tan. And I look at my, I'm like, hey. Hey girl, it helps. <laughs> if you've ever put, if you've ever had like a self-tanner situation happen to you, you're like, oh, okay. I didn't know you feel that more I fit. was like you're an like, Olympic level fitness. Wait a second, but, I didn't realize. But I am. I have, uh, people have been like, oh, what are your hacks for trying to feel the way that you want to? And we like, I've gone through a whole list. And one of the things on my list is dressing for the way you want to feel. Like actually Amen. get up. Take a shower, have your routine, part of your routine, make sure that you're putting on something that makes you feel right. For me, it's usually a V-neck, but ultimately, putting some tanner on also is a thing that's going to make you feel you good. You never have, but maybe I never this have. is the year that you I, try. I will not. This will not be the year that I try. I maybe. don't know. But the thing is, when I see you looking a little bit tan, I'm like... My brain is like, did we just have vacation? Exactly right. Should we be making out? What is yeah. happening? Is yeah. there something that I'm missing and yes. not having like myself been tanned? Yes I don't know. And yes. Yes and yes. If you can't tone it, tan it, Vanessa said. If that's you can't tone it, tan it. I'm going to start painting abs in if that's tone what we're doing. Tone it and tan it. Why not? Let's trademark that idea. Uh, hey, uh, Thursday yep. means there is a new Rise Together podcast mm -hmm. up. And mm -hmm. I just want to shout out real quick in the midst of Habits Week. In this next 90 day challenge that man, there is an awesome conversation on the Rise Together podcast today with someone that I have had as a personal hero since my development journey began. Charles Duhigg is on the podcast talking about his book. 
power of habit. He's the it king is, of habit. He's the king of habits. Put an earplug in. I'm going to get excited about habits Haley. for a second. I am here to tell you that if you in any way enjoyed the course that happened as a part of Next 90 Days this week where I was talking about habits, I was throwing like the cliff note version of all of his wisdom into my coaching. And so we get into all of his stuff today on the Rise Together podcast. As usual, Rise Together podcast is zero dollars and zero cents just for today and every day. I love this. Uh, Fergie said she ran for eight minutes for the first time today. That is so fantastic. Good job. How can you say the word Fergie and not have something from Fergie up and ready on the playlist? Hold on. You're right. Let's hold on. Let's celebrate Fergie. There's only one song. Just for a second. You know what it is. Three, two, uno. Listen up, y'all. Jay's here. Oh, hey. Jay's here. That's a hard pivot. That's a hard pivot, or is it? I think Jay. Oh, there it is. That's a hard. Fergalicious to Jay Shetty. They're basically the same. Hey, guys. How's it going? Jay, so Jenny, see you. Hold on, we gotta turn up the volume. Turn it up so our so Facebook friends can hear this also. And Dave, you really have got to stop screaming in my I ear. I can't stop yelling at the Jay's here. Oh. Jay, did you want to yell even more? Look at that. That was, that was, oh yeah, sorry about that. I apologize. No, I, I didn't come uh, camera ready. Yeah, no, Dave's been writing for about four weeks. This is as much as he's gotten. Jay, I'm envious of your beard, man. I'm envious of so many parts of you, you know, <laughs> your eyes that I get lost in, but mostly I'm, I'm envious of, of your facial hair. Well well, 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 I'm envious of that incredible dance you just did. And I was like, why am I not tuning in every morning? That felt yes. so good. That was awesome. This is so, so this cool. Is a, these are the skills that we bring to our live stream five days a week. All right, That's so real quick, it. if you do not know who Jay Shetty is, is what is wrong with you this person has become such a gift in our life and he is just putting out goodness every single day so if you in this season or any season are interested in being inspired this guy is an inspiration machine and um truly like having become someone who just knows you and your heart you are um as intentional and real when you're not on camera or not posting things as you are when you are so i appreciate you brother well, the feeling is mutual, and I'm, me and Dave got to spend some amazing time in Puerto Rico, and I got to dive into your incredible book, which, by the way, if everyone is watching, I'm sure has got it, but if you haven't got it, what have you been doing? It's a phenomenal book, and it's so useful right now. I think it's going to help so many people right now. It's so timely, so please grab it. And Rachel, it's so nice to meet you finally. I am such a huge fan from afar. I, I'm always following, liking everything you're doing, so this is a huge honor to be live with both of you, so... Yeah, it's so good to finally meet you. Yeah. And I'm excited for your Quibi show. I'm yes. so excited. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm super curious. You know, we are talking this week all about the idea of habit and ritual and the things that we can cling to <clears> in a season like this one. And just sort of following you and your world, I have some ideas about some of the things that you do. But will you share with the audience who's watching right now, what are you doing to sort of to stay grounded and centered despite the chaos that's happening around us. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of stuff that I've been doing. And I think one of them that I've been sharing recently that's really helped people, and I'd love to share it with your community and family, is, is these four elements of an ideal routine. And these have been part of my life since I lived as a monk. And they're just parts of a routine that just never get old and never get useless. And I know you both talk about them, so I think they'll resonate. So it, it comes in the acronym form, TIME. It's in the book that... Uh, 
that they picked up and read. And so T stands for thankfulness. And I think finding time to be thankful is really important. But more important than just being thankful is sharing that thanks. And, and I love coming up with creative ways to be grateful. So one of the ones that I've been thinking of recently is we've got time right now. How can we go through our photo gallery of the 37,398 pictures that are inside it, organize our folders and calendars and make a little gallery and send it to a friend of a memory of a trip you took together or send it to a family of a wedding that you attended together. Imagine how much that's going to mean to them right now when they're alone and they can sit there and watch it. So be creative with gratitude. Don't just make it a journal. Don't just write it down. See how you can express it more. Uh, the second one is insight and inspiration. I think what you both do every single day with everything you're doing, the more people are tuning in to insight and inspiration from people that they love hearing from, that's so needed right now. Because you know, you probably get this question too, like, I don't feel motivated today. And it's like, well, did you get motivated today, right? It's like, it's like saying, I feel hungry today. And then you're like, well, did you eat? And you're like, oh, that's right, I didn't eat, let me go eat. And, and it's kind of like that. It's like, I don't feel so inspired real. today. Well, did you eat your inspirational breakfast this morning, right? You know, and I think, I think that's part of it. So finding a book or waking up to a quote that you love, or something that makes you a piece of wisdom and knowledge that helps you feel more hopeful. Uh, the third one is meditation. That's a huge part of my practice, which I am breaking right now to be live with both of you. Uh, very, very special. No, 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 I'm glad. I'm happy I'm doing it with you guys. And, and meditation for me is, it could be prayer. It can be, meditation can be simply breathing. It can be visualization. It can be praying for others. It just means some time where you're not stimulating yourself through something external, but you're sitting with yourself, sitting with your thoughts, and, and really connecting with them. And then E is exercise, which I know both of you do a lot of, and I've been exercising more. I feel like I've been able to get two workouts in a day. Yeah. So this is kind of like my morning dedicated routine. That's been like the good side of me. And then there's been the other side that's love playing video games at this time, yeah. just to pass time. And I've been yeah. getting into my video games. I'm a big FIFA player because I was born and raised in London. So I absolutely love football, uh, soccer. And I've also been getting into NBA 2K. So that's my other side. This is like my child side where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back into video games because I've got time. So, so that's kind of what I've been doing, a, a mix of going deeper and then also allowing myself to have, some, have, to have a bit of a break too. Absolutely. So if you are not aware, Jay was a monk, which is <laughs> not a thing you get to say about most human beings. But I'm curious because you know, you've written a book, it's not gonna come out now until the fall, which is such a smart idea. But in it, you're sharing some of your insights, in part from your life experience, where you were previously in a capacity as a monk. What, what, of, what of that experience do you think equips you in a special way, in a different way, in a better way, in times where crisis ends up becoming heightened or fear or anxiety is triggered more often that might be a gift that you can share to people here today? Yeah, that's, that's such a great question. And, and it's, it's weird because I didn't think about it like that until people started asking me that question. It, was like, it wasn't something that I was conscious of. But I, I think the biggest thing is that I feel like in our world, we, we talk about loneliness and being alone or even single for that matter as being such a deficiency and such a weakness. Like if children don't have lots of friends, we're like, oh, they're unpopular. Or, or if they only have one friend, they're like, we're like, oh, they're a bit lonely. And, and the truth is that, I mean, how many, I mean, we as adults, how many real friends can you count on your, you count them on your hand? Whereas when kids don't have 25 kids at their birthday party, it's like, oh no, like what's happening to my kid? They're not, they're not popular, they're not cool in school. It's like, well, that's not really true. So, so we have this negative viewpoint towards loneliness and then we get scared of being lonely. 
Now, the truth is that there is a power in being alone. And that power in being alone is like loving your own company, getting used to being with yourself, deeply understanding your own thoughts, giving yourself time for self-awareness. So I think that time that I spent in half of our day was silence and half of our day was service. I, I still think about it like that. I go, okay, well, let me make sure that I've got my time with myself. And then for the rest of the day, like you guys are, let's go and do lives. Let's go and uh, do interviews. Let's go and share this wisdom. Let's go and do courses. Let's, let's share and serve and help people. And I think that balance between self and service is something that's really served me well, because I think sometimes we do either or. We just focus on service or at least being social. And then we're always with people. And we both know that, that get, we all know that that gets tiring. And then the other option is like, we think, oh God, I just got to be alone and no one wants to talk to me. And we know that's not healthy either. So I think the balance between self and service is really helpful. I love that. Interestingly, when we talk about self-care and how important it ends up being anytime, but especially during these times, finding a window to be alone right now is a part of how we like each other more or how <laughs> we can stay centered yes. in imbalanced times. Totally. And so if you are quarantining with other people and it feels sometimes like there's some claustrophobia or, oh my goodness, these kids are still here, <laughs> fight, right? You got to fight a little bit to find yeah. some time for your own time, yeah. for sure. I, yeah, I love that advice. I'm so glad that you, I mean, by the way, your children are absolutely adorable. I was so cute. And, and it's, uh, what, what I find is amazing is both of you as parents and as entrepreneurs from home, I think the lessons that you can teach right now are so valuable to people. And me and my wife are not parents yet. And so I can only talk about it from a relationship perspective. But I really feel that the way you guys live and how honest you are is, is so useful to so many people. And I'm so glad that you're doing that because, yeah, we need, we need real examples right now of it's tough. And it's hard. Me and my wife had that. I think in the first two weeks, we, we had to have like a, a real discussion about how we were going to organize our lives to get through this in a in a smooth way and i remember we came to it where we were just like okay we need to sit down and talk about this yeah and you're right because we need to draw boundaries and we need to be clear about are we working are we not working what are we doing and and that and that just takes a bit of courage in a relationship but if you can't have those conversations then then that's that's part of the challenge in the relationship already that that's such a it's such a good point and i think something that so few people are willing to sort of tread into this idea of yeah you are in, if you are in quarantine with your partner you still have to be able to have that time by yourself to process alone um for us that looks like maybe going on a run by ourselves or that looks like um we have gone on one date since all that we've been in quarantine for five weeks we've gone on one date where we got in the car and drove and got takeout and sat in our car and ate the takeout that was our date yeah jokingly, I was like, man, maybe we need to have a, a solo date once a week where you get to take yourself on a drive and go get takeout and sit alone in a car and eat it because otherwise you're not ever going to get away from these four kids, which are a blessing. But at the same time, you don't have that separation that you used to have where you could go to work and, and get yeah. that freedom. What I think yeah. is important too, and just any of these conversations as we continue to have a talk around how we are having to organize our lives or stay disciplined with routine or focus on a meditation practice struggle is a thing that each of us process in this environment struggle is something that you process in this environment we are human in that struggle and we're organizing our lives in a way that helps reduce or help us become stronger in that struggle so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I wish I could just be like these guys. 
you are just like us guys, right? Yeah, hundred you, you, like percent. We, we are united in this the communal humanity that is struggle. And so the more that you can think about, man, we're still trying to process this, Rachel and I, Jay and his wife are, and we're organizing our life. We're coming up with routines that help us process it. It doesn't mean that struggle doesn't come to our home. It's here. And we're just yeah. trying to think about how we can work through it. Yeah, I mean, we had, so we lost a, uh, a spiritual teacher of ours back in London. So he was like the head priest at our temple there. Very in inspirational figure, around 60 years old. He's, he's dedicated his life to serving the community there, especially the Indian community. And, and he passed away from uh, brain cancer. And this happened just before quarantine. And so all our friends and family went to his funeral and like 30 people ended up with COVID-19, mild to severe symptoms, and four people passed away. And this was before it was kind of like, you know, before everyone got really serious about this. So, so that's why everyone had gone there as a normal event. And, and you know, for us, it was like heartbreaking. A, I couldn't, I couldn't go to his funeral in the first place because it happened suddenly. Second of all, my friends were us. And so, yeah, everyone's been affected. And I know that people out there have lost people. I know that people have got family members going through it. They're worried about it. And yeah, none of us are immune to this. And I think it's the first time that everyone can genuinely realize that we're all in this together. We've, we've all been affected. But what I'm excited about is for people who are watching this, doing your 90 day challenge, like for all of those people who are tuned in, it's like, imagine if we all become more compassionate, more empathetic, more healthy, more mindful at this time. Imagine the world we're gonna walk into after this. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine that for a moment, if everyone in the next 90 days or however long it is, becomes more thoughtful, becomes more intentional, becomes more focused. And that doesn't mean achieving big things. That doesn't mean doing more. It just means living with, with your heart. And it's like, if everyone does that, then when we walk out of this, this is gonna be an incredible world to live in. And so that's what I'm excited about personally. That's what I get optimistic and positive about is it's giving us the time that we never thought we had to, to focus on the things that we've always known have been important. Yeah, it's, it, there has been so much uh, like an opportunity in this to really do a, a, a reckoning of sorts on what of what mattered before actually matters now. And so many things that we gave a lot of weight to just don't feel like they have the same kind of importance. And as we get back into the world, I hope we can maintain a little of the habit set that we're creating around the things that now don't matter that used to, because this is, you know, this is hopefully going to be the gift that comes out of experiencing this pain. I mean, yeah. there is going to be a lot of pain. But I can hold that there can be good that can come out of this at the same time that we process that there's also pain that we're going to collectively experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, it's been... Oh, sorry, go on, go on, Dave. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying that I think we've finally got to a point where we understand... I was just thinking about this this morning, literally, that we finally got to an understanding of the difference between what a want is and what a need is. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, we're like, I... I don't need this. I just wanted it. And that's fine. Wanting stuff is great. Like, it's, it's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. That's fine. But it's, it's realizing, oh, I don't need to say I need it. Right? It's like, this is what I have right now around me, my family, food, shelter. That's a need, right? That's I need the, these yeah. things. That's the need. Um, and and, and, and an expensive vacation is not necessarily a need. It's a want. A new car or a new house is not a need. It's a want. And when you recognize that, you're like, oh, okay, I don't need to put pressure on myself for what I think I need anymore. Yeah. And, and that stripping away is really positive. I, I think the, the thing that I've been processing the whole time is like, oh, 
we were never in control. Mm. We were never in control. We always thought we were in control <laughs> and we were never in control. And truly the only thing that you have control over is your mindset, what's happening in your heart. Like this moment, this is all you have. Because suddenly all these things that we work for as people, right? Like you work to have the fancy car that now you can't drive anywhere. Yeah. You work to have the vacation home that you can't go to. You work to have the big job that you just lost. You work to have significance that is no longer available to you. Um, and I've been thinking about the idea that so many people are, are having a really hard um, are being really stretched right now because I think they've realized that a lot of their foundation was built on sand, mm. you know, a castle built on sand, because when things are getting stripped away, suddenly all the joy that you had, you realize was external. Yeah. So this is an opportunity for so many of us to search our heart. Yeah. And, and go back to those core things that really matter. Like you said, what do you actually need in this season? Because one of the things that I fear is that we'll go back. Right. And we'll have this moment where, you know, we've got like a month where we're so happy and we're so thoughtful and we're, you know, and then law of diminishing returns, we lose the gift of this perspective that we've gained. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that one. I, I've, I've said that. I was, I was saying that recently too. Just it's, it's human nature to forget the lessons and wait for the next pain to be reminded of the same lessons again. Right. It's, it's like this never ending cycle. And, I, I think those, you're, you're spot on, like those are going to be the real winners from this. Those of us who hold on to those gifts from this time and, and remember them. And you're so right. We just, we just forget the good stuff so easily. It, we remember the bad stuff more than the good stuff. And in, a, in, in a very strange way, we've gone through a few experiences in our lives that we do not want to relive, but mm -hmm. can now, away from those things, afford them a lot of gratitude for having shown us how strong we can be, reframing the tenacity that we can have as a part of our capacity and the idea that 2020 is inevitably for all of us going to be something that most of us never ever want to relive. Yeah. I can stay connected to the hope that five years from now, when we look back on what 2020 meant, it's a turning point for how we thought differently about how strong we could be, how much we were connected to what really mattered, how much we shifted from want to need and all of these things because in real time it's hard sometimes to appreciate that there can be some good coming out of pain but mm -hmm. man i think there's going to be something that five years and ten years from now we can still stay connected to in how this time was for us even though we don't want to repeat it yeah yeah absolutely so beautifully said and thank you for just showing up right now you guys are doing so much incredible work and just so grateful that, that you, you, you exist right now, you know, I, I, and, and that this technology exists. Like you imagine going through multiple of the biggest world changing events. Yes. People didn't have any of this. Totally. This is the first time. It's the first it's time. And, so, and can you imagine like not knowing if your friends or family were going through something or that you didn't have so many ways to entertain or educate or enlighten yourselves? It's, it's crazy. So real. So uh, I want to be respectful of your time. I'm so grateful that you're yeah. here. But I also want to shout out, Jay and I had the opportunity when we were in Puerto Rico to record an episode of his podcast on purpose. And it came out this week. And man, I've, I've received so many unbelievably generous notes, Jay. Good. So thank you for bringing me into your platform. It is such a gift. But uh, if you have not yet listened to it, you want to hear Jay and I have a conversation about all the things. It is there. And if nothing else, 
go in and subscribe to it so you can hear some great content all the time from Jay because his heart is one of service and he is here to serve y'all. So man, jump into and be part of his community as much as ours. He's got so much goodness and so much light in a season where we need light like nothing else. Yeah. I'm, I'm super humbled and grateful by that, Dave. Thank you so much. Like, honestly, it's so kind. And, and I have to be honest, the interview is same. I've had so much feedback. And I love that my community is giving you love because it, it was a great interview. And I think so many people can relate to you. And Rachel, I just, you know, just his book is so good, right? Like, and, and you can say that not just as a wife, but like when, when I read the subtitle, like, and I was like, a skeptic's guidance. Like, yeah, this is what the world needs. And I was like, I love skeptics. <laughs> I absolutely love skeptics. And so, and I'm sure everyone who's listening, you may not be a skeptic, but you've got a skeptic in your life. Uh, you know, you, you may have been a skeptic and then it's useful for you because it will show you what a healthy way to transition is and what the pitfalls are and the mistakes are. And, and uh, if, if you've got someone curious in your life, I think, I think those are the people that will benefit even more from it as well, because there's so many people that are curious, don't know where to start don't know what this world is really about. And, you know, David, I'm so, I'm really excited to have you back on again, both of you. I'd love to have you back on as a couple. Me and my wife would love to yeah. uh, do, a, do a double date interview. Double, double, date. double yeah. interview and double date, both of them. Yeah. And, but uh, it would be so cool to have you back on when you're able to go on tour for it. So let me know, because I know that now's been a tricky time. So when, when, when you go on tour, let us know. I'd love to help and be a part of 100%, 100%. Yeah. Hey, Jay, tell people just in case they are following. So lots of people in comments are asking, where can I follow him? Facebook, Instagram? Oh. <laughs> where, what, is it just at Jay Shetty? Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram is the best place. It's at Jay Shetty. And uh, yeah. And then you'll find the links to everything else. So Dave's podcast right now is top link in the bio as well. So if you oh. click on that, it says Dave Hollis and you can just type it and you can just go there. So yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Jay. This is amazing. I just want to come and watch you guys dance every day. I need to do this for myself. Like when you when you said playlist, I was like, "What's good? You have a playlist, Fergie? That's so good." Anyway, but yeah, no, I just today. I'm genuinely excited. Rachel, Dave, and I have already planned this. I'm coming over to Austin and deserve to spend time with you both, and I mean spend time. Like I, I would love to do that, and uh, would love to build a build a long term, lifelong relationship. Like you guys are awesome, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. So Jay. great to be with you. Guys. Jay. Awesome. Take care, guys. Brother, thank you. Day. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, he's just perfect. He is so, such. He's such I mean, a gift. He's. I, we, we love him so much, and he is like. He is a person too that like just consistency is such a part of how he serves because it is all day, every day. And I had been, I will say this, I'd been very much a like a fan from afar. He, I think, was fans of ours from afar. We had not met and then we had this opportunity to meet, I don't know, three months ago. <clears throat> and we both had this moment of like, man, I hope that meeting you isn't going to change the way I think about you. And it made it even better because he is even better in person than he is as an inspiration in um, social. No special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Noah Hollis. Noah Hollis to the stage. Can you say hi? Noah Hollis is here. Uh, <laughs> what does your shirt say? Love first? It says love first. Oh, I'm here for that. Thank you for coming on into the old Start Today morning show. Uh, do you know what day it is? Can you say the day of the week? What day is it? Thursday. Can you say that? Oh, you just whispered it oh, back it's to Thursday. me. Oh, it's Thursday. Noah wants you to know that it's, it's Thursday in case you're wondering, guys. And Noah also wants you to know that you are in control of two things, your attitude and your effort. 
How are you going to show up today? How are you going to reach for the best version of yourself and then take steps to actually be that person, right? How are we going to go out of this episode? Only one way to go out, and that is with a little bit of a dance song, you are right. a little bit of a medley, you a little right. bit of a something. What you song right. should we listen to as we go? The beat that I'm banging is delicious. Burgalicious definition, make them boys go loco. They want my treasures, so they get their pleasures from my boats. I don't know if that's an appropriate that's song. That's not an appropriate song. Old. How about uh, it's hard you Into the Unknown? You, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How about Into the Unknown? Look at your face light up because we've only heard the song Ten one million, million times. Time. Do you not want to be on the thing? Yeah. Then why'd you come in here? Because you do. Because you, you do? Yeah. Well, are we going to sing or not? Yeah. Into the unknown. Fantastic Thursday. Bye, guys. We'll see you Love tomorrow. You. Have a fantastic day. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central, on Facebook and Instagram, on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>